0: is the day you've been waiting for, of course. Welcome to Eagles 360. Insider Dave Spadaro along with Glenn Mack. Now, today we get to his bold predictions. The voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese, is in studio. We're trying to wade our way through all this off-field drama to see a good game on Sunday, the Eagles and the Buffalo Bills. Are you caught up in running back central? It's been a hell of a week, yeah. What's going on in Buffalo with LaShawn McCoy? Chip addressing
1: that today. And his news conference saying, I made a mistake. I mishandled that. That's something I did not expect to hear, and he said it at length. He really did. Uh, and of course, now you have what's going to happen this weekend with who's going to play running back for the Eagles. Yeah, You got
0: Matthews back, so there's four choices. Well, we hope that, uh, that Ryan Matthews is back, and you wonder how many carries he can get. You wonder if the Eagles will keep four running backs active on this game day roster, but let's first just shake hands. That seems to be the whole message of the week, I'll right? I'll always shake your hand. Come on people now. I'll shake always. hands with your brother. Everybody I get mean, together. All right, your vocal love one another and beat the bills. You remember who did that song? The Mamas and the Papas. No. 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 <laughs> Buffalo Maybe Springfield. it was before my time. I think it was Buffalo yeah, Springfield. It
1: was oh, anyway, but, but uh, you know, of all of the nonsense that's going on here, LaShawn McCoy not wanting to shake hands is the silliest most ridiculous immature part of all of this. Well, You can be mad, you can be hurt, you
0: have reason to be hurt. You know, a year passes, shake hands. Well, from my standpoint, look, LeSean McCoy, the all-time leading running back in Philadelphia Eagles history. I celebrate him for all he did as a Philadelphia Eagle. I enjoyed working with him. He'll always be a Philadelphia Eagle to me. On Sunday, however, he's a Buffalo Bill, and it's time to beat the Bills. It's time for the Eagles to get a little thing going with some momentum in the final quarter of this regular season. So we've got a lot going on today for you. A lot has already happened. Let's get you caught up on everything going on at the Novacare Complex. It's our Eagles 360
2: Update. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith and this is your 360 Update. Today was Chip Kelly's final day of availability this week as the Eagles get set for Sunday afternoon's matchup with the Buffalo Bills. And the big topic at Coach Kelly's press conference was the return of running back LaShawn McCoy. And today Kelly touched upon how the McCoy trade went down back in the offseason.
3: And, and how he was traded wasn't handled right. And, and I've said that before. I did not get an opportunity to talk to him. And it's, it's, it's a lesson that we should never do, to be honest with you, is that we were told that the trade wasn't initiated and wouldn't be initiated till the next morning. So there were no phone calls to be made. And then all of a sudden, I'm driving to an event and he's been traded. And I, I felt bad that I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I called him. He didn't answer my phone call. I know he was pissed. And he should be pissed, but rightly so. And every player that's ever left this team, I've talked to him personally myself. Everyone that's in town, we talk to them individually here in our office. I talk to him. the coordinator talks to him. the position coach talks to him. We have a way that we do it that I think is the right way to do it, and it wasn't exercised in that case.
2: Switching from a former Eagles running back to a current one, inside the locker room we heard from DeMarco Murray, who discussed his speaking with CEO and Chairman Jeffrey Lurie and how he wants to be back with the Eagles next season. Yeah, I'm very
4: happy here, you know, these these are my teammates, my guys, you know, I, a lot of respect for everyone in this locker room, the coaching staff, the ownership, and I love it. I think everyone's frustrated when you're we losing two or three games, the way we lost, and obviously the record isn't where it needs to be, and you know, um, you're not playing the way you want to be, and, and play, you know, I think everyone's a little frustrated, including myself, and um, just got to continue, like I said, all year long, you got to come to work every day and battle and, and fight through it, and just try
2: to get better. And finally, we caught up with a couple of members of the Eagles defense as we heard from Cedric Thornton and Connor Barwin on what the Bills' offense brings to the table. You know, attack him a different way. Obviously, against Brady, you were just trying to get him to move uh, and get out of the pocket. With Tyrod, we'll try to do our best to kind of keep him contained and keep him in the pocket. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Brady is kind
5: of 38 on the verge of uh, you know his career almost being over and uh, Taylor got more speed. know, uh, I just feel like we just had to contain him on outside and um, he got shady back there too so we just had to contain both of them and let our DBs do what they got to do on Watkins and uh, just play as a group and have high energy and just know what's at,
2: at, at the task and know what's at stake and uh, just come out with the victory. Finally an injury update here as we wrap things up on this 360 update. Every single player on the Eagles roster was a full participant on Thursday. That is very good news heading into Sunday's matchup. And be sure to stay tuned to PhiladelphiaEagles.com throughout the week for all of the latest Eagles news. Thanks so
0: much, Alex. We've got a lot to get to today. Glenn, how are those bold predictions coming along? You feel good about them? I feel great about yeah. them.
1: I think we're five for five this week. Yeah.
0: and I, well, You have been on a roll. I mean, I think you got one or two right last week. Two, two, two and many. a half. Two, two and a half. That qualifies as a W. That's a role. That's spectre. a you know, that's why they're bold. Right? Right. Coming bold up shots. on Eagles 360, we've got the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese in studio. He's been through this drama before. He's been through the former Eagle coming back to South Philadelphia thing. We'll get his take on it because he's the one who communicates to you on game days. And we'll also have Glenn's bold predictions. But when we return to Eagles 360, Chris McPherson goes behind enemy lines to find out the very latest on the Buffalo Bills.
4: Not all memories happen under the tree. Shop now and get great deals on all the best brands. Plus, this week only, members of the league earn double points on the North Face. Only at
5: Sports Authority.
4: What makes a Temple Owl? Meet Stella. She's wise, fierce, and she's not alone. Temple University, where owls call home. We are the cherry and white. The city is our classroom, and we lead the rush hour making our mark on every field around the world. A world without Temple, well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping. The Carbs to Electrolytes to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating.
0: We welcome you back to Eagles 360 insider Dave Spadaro along with Glenn Macknell giving the muscles. A little bit of muscle. I'm giving muscle. It? No, you're the muscle. Yeah, there we go. It's that kind of week here. We're all fired up. Eagles on a roll! Right, one win in a row, top of the, top of the heap uh, in the NFC sure. East. Time for us to step aside, let Chris McPherson in with a look at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are 6-6, six and six, thinking playoffs. It's time now to go behind enemy lines.
6: Hello everyone, I'm Chris McPherson, and it's time to go behind enemy lines, presented by Gatorade here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Look, the Bills and the Eagles, they don't typically have a lot of history, but this is a very special week with the return. LaShawn McCoy and help preview the matchup. I'm bringing in the lead journalist from buffalobills.com, none other than Chris Brown. Chris, from the Buffalo perspective, what has LaShawn Shady McCoy brought to the offense? He has three 100-yard rushing games this season, and what is he looking to do against the Eagles this Sunday?
3: Well, I mean, he's been the engine for the Buffalo offense. I don't think there's any question about it. In the first half of the year, it was kind of tough for him. He wasn't 100% healthy, not fully recovered from the hamstring injury, so you really didn't see his full display of talent on the field through that first half of the season. But ever since about week seven or eight, he's been fully healthy, and he's been off and running, Uh, no pun intended. I mean, he's had over 100 yards from scrimmage in the last six games. Uh, Factoring into the passing game, not quite as much as obviously on the ground, but Uh, This offensive line has done a heck of a job in front of them, and uh, I think after they ran for about 158, 160 yards against the number one ranked run defense in the Jets, uh, the confidence level went through the roof, and they've been going ever since.
6: So obviously McCoy is the engine to the offense there, Chris, but quarterback Tyra Taylor, a dual threat. He can run, he can beat you with his arm. How has he helped open up the offense for McCoy?
3: Well, I think they've used the run more to set up the pass, but they don't ask Tyrod to throw the ball a whole lot. He only averages 27 passes a game, which is the lowest among starters in the NFL. So they keep his pass attempts to a minimum. As a matter of fact, when he's thrown 30 or more passes, they haven't won a game this year. So they try to keep him down between 18 to 27 passes a game. And when they've done that, they've been successful. And, you know, you look at some of his better games, His completion percentage isn't great, but he's highly efficient with the completions he's made. Last week's game against the Texans is a perfect example. He throws seven passes in the first half, completes four of them, but two of them go for touchdowns on third and goal situations. So he's a guy that's making the most of the very few opportunities he has. There's not much of an intermediate passing game there with him. It's either shortened to the flanks or deep down the field, and he's been remarkably accurate on those deep balls.
6: Now, Chris, you mentioned the deep passing game. Obviously, Sammy Watkins is a go-to weapon from a passing standpoint. Second-year receiver, the Bills gave up a lot to get him. What has he brought to the Bills' offense?
3: Well, again, here's another guy on offense who was slowed by injury in the first half of the year. And then when he since he has been back in the lineup, and they've been together now, Taylor and Watkins, for five games in a row, you see that on-field rapport really starting to develop between those two guys. And, I mean, he hits him for two 53-yard shots last week against Houston. And when you have the safety cheating up in the run front to try to help slow LaShawn McCoy in that running game, it affords Sammy Watkins the kind of matchup you want to test a defense with. And more often than not, he's come up with some big plays to put them down there in the red zone and finish scoring drives.
6: So, Chris, we've gotten this long in the interview, and we haven't talked about Rex Ryan. And the present that he's brought, especially to the defensive side of the football. That defensive line, Chris, very strong. Three former first-round picks starting. What type of pressure do you expect the the Bills to bring on Sam Bradford and the Eagles this Sunday?
3: Yeah, it's ironic because I think a lot of people felt the defensive line was going to be the linchpin on which this defense hung itself. And, you know, basically that defensive line has not performed up to the same capabilities that they have each of the last two seasons. I mean, this was a team that led the league in sacks over the last two years with 111 total. And right now they're 29th in sacks and they only have 16 on the year. I think the Rex Ryan defense was a culture change for those guys up front from what they remembered from the previous season with Jim Schwartz. And so the results have not been there for them. The most consistent performers on the defense this year have been the two starting cornerbacks, Stephon Gilmore and Ronald Darby, the rookie. Gilmore it doesn't look like he's going to play this week. They're going to plug McKelvin in instead, but those guys have been the two mainstays for this defense. They're trying to gain some more traction up front. Uh, Jerry Hughes has probably performed the most consistent uh, of that front four. Kyle Williams is out for the year and has been for the past few weeks with a bad knee injury, so he's not even a part of the equation, and Mario Williams just came back from a foot injury himself. So it's been kind of a mixed bag for them up front due to injury lately as well.
6: Chris Brown, the lead journalist for buffalobills.com. Thank you very much for taking us behind enemy lines. Presented by Gatorade here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com.
0: Thank you, Chris and Chris. In a bit, we've got Merrill Reese coming into the studio. But next up on Eagles 360, it's time for Glenn Mack now to be bold and spicy. Oh,
1: I got some good bold predictions. I don't know about spicy, but they are bold, and that's coming up right away, right next, here on Eagles 360. Dunkin' Donuts' unbelievable selection of oven-toasted breakfast sandwiches, freshly made all day, just the way you like them, so you can enjoy them any type of way, any time of day. That's Breakfast Wanaevs. America runs on Dunkin'. Pair your favorite breakfast sandwich with the bold taste of Dunkin's Dark Roast Coffee.
7: It's game day in America. Across the country, fans are watching football in a whole new way. Join a league. We pick a team and we compete like never before. Today watching football is more exciting than ever. Because today, we fan duel. Start today and join the millions who've already played FanDuel. Enter the promo code and we'll refund your entry fee if you don't win. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. And we actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority.
2: No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apples, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce
0: is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down.
1: 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it.
0: Try a one-week fantasy football league on FanDuel today. Home to more winners than any other site. Go to FanDuel.com for your free account now. Time now for Glenn Macnow to step out on the wire, to go to the top of the building, to go on the ledge and make some bold He's predictions. Guy. Why,
1: right. do, why do I feel you're giving me a little nudge off yeah, that ledge? Because I know how there. good they're going to be. Yeah, they're going to be tremendous. Here you go. Here's bold prediction number one. Tyrod Taylor, the Bills' young quarterback, who I like, by the way, is going to have a very difficult time passing against the Eagles defense, believe it or not. He's had a couple of rough games, but he's got his feet, and his feet are good, and he's going to run for 50 yards against the Eagles.
0: That's a good thing or a bad thing? Uh,
1: I actually think it's a good thing because I think he's going to have a tough time passing. So he's going to be in some trouble. 50 yards won't kill you, okay. but he is dangerous that way, all right? So amazing.
0: I, I really do. When you look at what Tyrod Taylor has done, his numbers are they're amazing. I mean, Tyrod Taylor is somebody that... I don't think the rest of the league thought was a starting caliber quarterback. The job that Rex Ryan has done certainly outshines the job his father ever did with an offensive player. With a plan? strategy? He actually with developed a, a quarterback. Yes, he has. It certainly helps to have Sammy Watkins and Charles Clay and Robert Woods and LaShawn McCoy around you. Yeah, he's done well.
1: He's done well. All right, here you go. Number two. The surprising thing is you can pass on the Buffalo Bills. Their defense was touted to be so good this year. Their defensive line was really regarded as one of the best in the league. It has not been. Here you go. Their defensive line collectively has fewer sacks, quarterback hits, and hurries than J.J. Watt by
0: himself. And why is that? With, Um, With Mario Williams and Marcel Darius and Jerry
1: Hughes, it just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up, and I can't, you know, I don't watch the Bills every week, so I can't tell you what's not working. But it's not working. I think their defensive line has eleven sacks this year, and so therefore, I will predict a clean line by the Eagles' defense, the Eagles' offense, clean game by the Eagles' offensive line. I will say the Bills will have one sack, one quarterback
0: sack. That's, that I mean. Yeah. How about the running game? Do you see the Eagles running the football?
1: I don't see that in the bold predictions not here, Dave. Okay. I'm sorry, all right, That's number not three. There. Number three. Here you go. All of that, and this plays off of the other one, it means that Sam Bradford's going to have a good game. Um, He has not had a 300-yard game since uh, the Saints game, Mm -hmm. October 11th. He will throw for 300 yards this week.
0: Quarterback passer rating of over 99 his last three times out. Hasn't turned the football over since the Carolina game. Good trends for Sam Bradford, getting better and better and better. And we'll talk to Merrill Reese about that in just a moment here. Merrill Reese, next up. Glenn, thanks for your bold predictions. Always a pleasure. Wonderful job. We've got Meryl Reese coming into the studio next. So much to talk to with the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles. Keep it right there. Eagles 360 returns in just one moment. You me more chips? Fellas? I'm sorry. <laughs> we were daydreaming.
1: About that VIP tailgate and game tickets? Uh, yeah. For that pregame sideline
0: experience. Exactly. We have an Eagles season tickets.
4: How do you know?
0: We both have the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Yeah, the Eagles instant game with
1: top prizes of 50 grand. And second chance prizes, including season tickets.
2: The Pennsylvania Lottery. Bring your dreams to life.
3: Metro tickets, Metro tickets. You need a Metro ticket, talk to me, please.
0: How do I
1: even know
3: these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, you just you touch it. How
0: do I know they're
3: legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is
4: the Metro paying you to do
3: this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make profit. Makes more sense. Does the baby need a Metro ticket? I'll give her one on me.
7: These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand.
0: The tournament is there. You're here. And before you take the team's star midfielder from here to there, along with his entourage, you have some things to do, like finding a place to stay, getting an oil change, mapping out the best route. Yes. Are we there yet?
2: No. Roadside assistance? Not today, but always on call. So wherever your journey takes you, AAA helps you get there. So everyone's a winner. Start your journey at AAA.com.
0: Be the playmaker in Madden 16, available now. Welcome into the studio. Time now to speak to the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, the great Merrill Reese, ready for the first of three home games on Sunday. And Merrill, it is a great attraction. Rex Ryan, the Buffalo Bills, they've got star power. We've got drama. Oh, what a week it is. Welcome to the playoff race. Thank you.
7: Uh, And it's fun. You know, it's a year ago. I did a commentary on WIP, and I said, I really believe that the best teams should go to the playoffs. And I felt this way. It was an injustice that the 10-win Eagles sat home. Mm -hmm. I've changed my mind. (laughs) I wonder why. I, I now like the divisional races. And, you know, I figured out that there are 22 of the 32 teams that have high hopes. Yeah, and the Eagles are one of them, and Buffalo
0: is also one of them. Really good team that Rex Ryan has put together. When you look at Buffalo, Merrill, what stands out? What jumps out at you?
7: Well, the uh, tenacious defense. That stands out. Uh, Rex is his father's son. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that, that he wants to punish a quarterback. And also standing out, and I'm surprised we didn't even lead with it, is number 25 in your program, no longer number one in your heart. And that is LaShawn Shady McCoy, who will be occupying the spotlight on Sunday. I think, to an even greater degree than he has occupied yeah, I, it all week.
0: I, I, that's the reason I don't want to lead with it. I want to talk about the football game, not, no, not about the sideshow. Well, the sideshow is ridiculous.
7: Okay, but there is a football game involving Shady McCoy. Yeah, and he's, was a running,
0: right? he's a running great running back. That's the story. Now, the story is not, we've been through this how many times, Merrill, with Terrell Owens, and with Deshaun Jackson, and Donovan McNabb, and Andy Reid, and Brian Dawkins. And when the game starts, it's just about the football
7: game. It is about the football game, but it will be greater emotion. It's it's emotion when a Deshaun Jackson comes back. For whom? Just an emotional situation. And Chip always says, Chip's words are, play with emotion. Don't let emotion play with you. So I feel number one key to the game is find a way to tackle Shady McCoy because he's their biggest weapon. They can talk about Tyrod Taylor. They can talk about Sammy Watkins. That's the greatest player on the field, and what they have to do is not worry about making highlight films. No highlight hits. Sound, fundamental tackling. Stop him, and and stop him for short games.
0: And it's the discipline on defense yes. that really needs D- to be there. Yes. When you are on the opposite side of the field and LeSean McCoy is running over there, don't give up your space. Don't. Don't give in to the temptation of running to the football. Stay disciplined. Stay at no, home. Okay. Don't let LaShawn McCoy cut back in. On the other side of the Merle, the, the Eagles offense has been very inconsistent this season. Talking to a bunch of players this week about it. Final quarter of the season here. Do you see the Eagles getting better to where we thought they would be offensively?
7: Where did you think they would be I thought they would be dynamic
0: offensively. I thought they would be able to score points in, in a variety of fashions, running the football, throwing the football, better in the red zone. I thought they'd be able to stretch defenses, which they haven't done okay, at all. Okay, I will
7: settle for consistently effective. Okay. And I think sometimes statistics do not tell the whole story. I thought that Sam Bradford played an exceptionally good game against the Patriots, even though the the line shows that he only gained 120 yards through the air. But he made money passes. He hung in there. He made great decisions. I think, I think that over the past three games, Sam Bradford has been ascending and he is looking more and more like the quarterback that this team needs. Yeah,
0: I agree with you. I'm on very that. encouraged. Yeah, it really is encouraging. I mean, Merrill, if we, and the quarterback picture is looming out there. That story is the big one, right? Sure. I mean, who, where's the franchise quarterback? Is it possible that it, Sam Bradford yes, is that
7: franchise guy? absolutely it's possible. Uh, you, you have to see what this next month brings, but if he continues to play as he is playing, he can be that guy. The guys told me, a lot of players told me, that before the game began, back in the locker room, he was the guy in charge of breaking down this game, and he gave them some fire and brimstone, that he was every inch the animated leader, dynamic, and then they went on the field. So we tend to look at a quarterback's body language on the field and think we know him. You don't hear anything from where we are. Every now and then you'll hear him yell the signals to mm-hmm. the parabolics, but but you don't really hear the players and their quarterbacks rallying together but they said he was a tremendous leader before that came.
0: Merrill, the last time we kind of faced this situation, the Eagles had beaten Dallas in overtime, come home for two home games, then a game in Detroit. And you figure, well, all right, the Eagles with Miami and Tampa Bay and Detroit in good situation here yeah, in the NFC. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, the Eagles have three home games. Mm-hmm lay it out for me what's gonna happen
7: well i'll lay out one game lay out buffalo i'll lay out buffalo and i hope they lay out buffalo okay because i think they can beat the bills and i think that if they couple the bills win with that tremendous achievement in foxborough now you're getting some place but if they fall flat against the bills and lose well then all the wonderful things that we thought after the new england game all the excitement of that game goes away it dissipates because it means nothing what you have to do is seize the opportunity and build from that performance. But let me tell you something. If they do beat Buffalo and then they have a Saturday night here against Arizona, it's going to be something. I think this team has a great shot. I think I think this team of the three tied at the top of the NFC East has the best chance to, to go to the playoffs, to win the division.
0: Merrill, final one. You talk about the emotion of the game, the former players that we've all loved through the years and coaches. Who've come back to Philadelphia? What is it like for you as the liaison to the fans on game day? What's it like for you now to call number 25, Lashawn McCoy running for the Buffalo Bills in the past with little, you know, Deshaun and with uh, Donovan McNabb and Brian Dawkins, etc. How do you handle
7: the whole thing? Well, I handle it very easily. When they introduce them, Mike and I will stand in the booth and applaud. And when I see Shady McCoy on the field, I know he will come over and give me a hug because we've had a great relationship over the years. And I wish him the best. But once the game begins, I hope they throw him nine times for a loss. I hope that at the end of the day, he carried the ball 25 times for 46 yards or something like that. That's that's when I, I but as I call a game, Dave, I really have a motion that, that goes along with the play and the situation. But I'm not thinking anything about Shady McCoy, the person. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that the Eagles win, but I'm calling the play as I see it and hopefully uh, accompany my description with the proper amount of emotion that each play deserves.
0: Well done, Merle Reese. Once again, (laughs) greatness here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com.
1: unbelievable selection of oven toasted breakfast sandwiches freshly made all day just the way you like them so you can enjoy them any type of way any time of day that's breakfast when abs america runs on duncan pair your favorite breakfast sandwich with the bold taste of duncan's dark roast coffee
7: i step to philly i step to philly
1: your step to philly
7: the bus the trolley the train Route
1: 124.
2: Route 23. ISEP to Philly. The 17 to training.
1: Jenkintown.
2: To her house.
7: His house.
3: To
2: Betsy's house. City Hall. FTC.
3: Delco. Media. To work. To school.
7: To the mall.
3: Abuelas. Broad Street. To the game. ISEP to Philly. Anywhere.
1: What if this year, we went around the table, and instead of saying what we're thankful for, we said who we're thankful for? Lincoln Financial helps provide financial security for those who are always there for you. Because this is what you do for people you love. Take charge of your now at lincolnfinancial.com. Lincoln Financial.
7: You're in charge.
0: Visit www.philadelphiaeagles.com backslash Rico Office Party We're going to win a VIP office party brought to you by Rico. We're back, Eagles insider Dave Spadero, along with Glenn McNow. and we've got uh, our final segment here of Eagles 360. And that means it's time to have a little scouting report on a player who's had one heck of a week. Malcolm Jenkins, the 99 yard touchdown return off an interception, NFC Defensive Player of the Week. He's the subject of the study from game plan host Mike Quick and Ike Reese.
5: right, Mike, the progress report brings us to who I believe to be the co-defensive player of the year for the Eagles to this point, along with Fletcher Cox, is Malcolm Jenkins. Progress, Ike, right, this guy's been doing it all year. Yeah, I'm with you on that, but it's getting better and better as the year goes along here. Watching here, you got to play earlier. Now, to me, this is pre-snap recognition. Yeah. Now, he's in the slot, but once he recognizes this tight end, motioning across the formation, he understands it's more than likely a chance that this ball is a rocket screen to the outside. I like the way he doesn't allow himself to get blocked, and he jumps to the outside. Such a smart
4: player, and this is one of the guys that does a lot of game film study, knows, recognizes, as you said, and he wasn't going to get blocked, and he's a sure tackler. He gets to the ball carry, and he takes him down right away.
5: Now, you would think the Patriots say, okay, we got a matchup advantage here, We got a speedy slot receiver here and then we got him matched up on Malcolm Jenkins. They're going to run this through route and uh, Malcolm just does a great job of covering it. It's a post wheel
4: combination. You'll see where his skills as a cornerback comes into play here. They're trying to get the wheel route deep ball down the sideline against him and he is stride for stride and makes it very difficult for Tom Brady to fit that ball in.
5: Yeah, with that type of coverage, you're going to basically need a perfect throw to get that completed. Now, this is the big play of the game. Yes. Patriots driving down, looking to go up seven. You want to see Malcolm Jenkins again here in the slot on a three by one set against Danny Amendola. Now he realizes he has inside help from Walter Thurman. He's basically uh, going to shield Amendola to the inside to his help to Walter Thurman.
4: They understand that Tom Brady wants to go to Amendola. He's got in and out coverage on Amendola. He tries to still fit it in to Amendola and this is just great coverage. They squeeze it, they get the tip ball and it's off and running and Tom Brady is going to make this play. No, it's not
5: going to happen and the great thing I love about this play is that Malcolm has been so close all year long with yeah. having one of these pick sixes and uh, I'm glad it finally came to fruition for him. 99 yard touchdown interception return. Great play by Malcolm Jenkins. Did a lot of talking last week, challenged his teammates, challenged his team to step up and perform. He led the way. That's what leaders do.
0: Thanks so much, guys. Time now for our Amorosos on the menu segment, what's in store for you on Eagles 360 on Friday. We've got Zach Ertz in studio time for his crunch time. We've got the key numbers of this game, our stats only feature with Alex Smith. And then Chris McPherson joins me and we go over the key matchups as all the injury information settles down And we actually talk football, Eagles, and the Bills. That's coming up for you on Friday, 5 o'clock on Eagles 360. Glenn, i got to get your final thoughts. i got to get where you are thinking on this Thursday evening. Eagles, Buffalo, who are you leaning toward?
1: I think this is a tough one. I think the Eagles are going to win the division, but I don't know that I think the Eagles are going to win this game. Tell me. I think this one is going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be decided by three points, uh, one way or the other. This is the real toss up game. I don't like the Eagles against Arizona next week, but looking ahead, I think they win those last two games in the division this year and they take the division.
0: At seven and nine. At maybe eight and eight. Okay. So you think this game is a swing. This is
1: the toss up game. I don't like Arizona. I like the last two.
0: Okay. Well disregard what Glenn MacNeill says about this game. Ask me my honest opinion. And then you wanted to, you know. If I got to give it to you. Gonna win. It is. No, I I think it's going to be ex- I think the Buffalo Bills are a really good team and I think it's a tough matchup and the bold prediction you made that the Bills will have trouble throwing the football mm-hmm. was really surprising to me. With Watkins That's why it's and bold, Woods. Buddy. Yeah, with Watkins and Woods against Maxwell and Eric Rowe who was terrific last week but the more tape you have on players the more you can identify their weaknesses. It's going to be an even bigger challenge this week for Rowe than it was last week. But they've had a tough time getting it to Watkins this year. Tyrod Teller
1: is having a good year. Sammy Watkins' numbers are not that impressive. Yeah,
0: well, let's hope it stays that way until mm-hmm. Buffalo plays the rest of the NFC it's Glenn McNell, thanks for joining me today. For Glenn McNell, Dave Spadaro, we thank you for joining us on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.